Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> what is up? What's up, KW podcast fans? <laughs> it's the special appearance. My name Sports is Wheaton. I guess I autocorrected my name to Wheaton. But that's all right. It's all right. All right. Hello, everyone. I'm KJ. I'm Weston. Wheaton. And, and I'm Michael. <laughs> and today we have a new special guest, uh, my personal friend, Michael Milheiser. Who uh, might be uh, might be messing up the podcast tonight, but uh, just kidding. I'm just kidding, Michael. But uh, seriously, <laughs> um, we uh, we have one of my personal friends on, and we're gonna just uh, go through our mock drafts, which we have done pretty recently. Um, because I've seen a bunch of people do them. I know our last video was a mock draft, but uh, just going through our mock drafts and making sure uh, or redoing all of our picks. So. Let's get right into it. So everyone, let's get our pull up our first picks. Alright. Who's gonna go first? I'll go first. Alright, Michael's gonna go first. Alright, for my first pick, I have Clemson quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Who do you have, Weston? Trevor Lawrence, of course, because why wouldn't you take Trevor Lawrence? I think he's like a one in a I don't know how many prospects. I don't think there will be anyone like him that relatively Seeable future. I'm I'm going Trevor Lawrence as well. I mean, Jags cannot overthink this. You have to go Trevor Lawrence. I mean, there there's there's no like, no. You go Trevor Lawrence. Do not overthink this. Second right. pick with my second pick, I gotta go with the Cougars quarterback Zach Wilson out of BYU. After the Sam Darnold trade, it just seemed like it was destined to be for them to draft a new young quarterback. So I gotta go with Zach Wilson. I'm agreeing with you on that. I think Zach Wilson, I think they would have drafted him without trading um, Sam Darnold because even if they didn't, they would have him behind Sam Darnold, who is more experienced at least. But I think, well, I'll get to their next pick. I was about to say their next pick. We'll get to that when we're there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take Zach Wilson. I mean, obviously with, with the beginning – uh, right after like the championship, everyone was saying Justin Fields. Then Justin Fields' hype kind of died down, and Jack Wilson's hype just his stock's just been going straight up ever since then. And his pro day, he just made some of these amazing throws, and I think it really locked him into the number two pick. I mean, unless he does anything off the field or like gets injured to tank his draft value, I really don't think they. I really think he's going to be the. The number two pick. I don't think the Jets should overthink this. I think they should just take either Zach Wilson or Justin Fields. But if I was their GM, I'm taking Zach Wilson. Um, my third pick. Um, I have Alabama quarterback Mac Jones going third overall. Uh, he's coming out of the SEC. He led the league in in QBR rating and passing touchdowns. Coming out of the hardest uh, co- conference in in college football and. While a lot of people think that this is Justin Fields, um, I think Mac Jones will fit well into a, the 49ers offense. I'll also agree with you on that one. I do have Mac Jones going to the 49ers. I saw a clip of where Shanahan, the offensive coordinator, were at his and Skip Mac Jones's pro day and Skip Justin Fields. But apparently Justin Fields is having another one April 12th, if I'm right. And Shanahan's going to that one, so. I could mix up the mock draft order, but I have them going with Matt Jones. I have going Justin Fields. I mean, I just uh, 
I think I think Mac Jones out of all the quarterbacks is the most NFL ready, but um like he's the least project quarterback out of all of them. He's the most polished, but uh I um I think that Justin Fields is just going to be a great fish in the, great fit in this Kyle Shanahan offense. He's not going to be he's not going to be asked to do much. I mean, it's, it's mainly a running offense. He they can have him run read options. He's great at that. He's got George Kittle to throw to, and Brandon I Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel. I mean, he's got he's got some weapons on the offense, and I think it's just a perfect fit. And e- either Mac Jones or Justin Fields, both really good picks in my opinion, and I think that's. That's the way we're going to go. Or that's the way that I think they should go. Michael? Uh, for my fourth pick, I have Florida, quarter, or Florida tight end Kyle Pitts going to the Falcons. And, you know, obviously it's a high pick, you know, for a skill position, which can be risky for a lot of teams. But, uh, you know, being 6'6 and running a 4-4-4 at a tight end position, you know, it's pretty special. And, um you know, I think he'll fit well in an already great offensive team. So I think Kyle Pitts is a pick here. Um, I have the Falcons taking Trey Lance out of North Dakota State University. I think that he will personally – well, they'll have a different offensive type because Matt Ryan's a pocket passer. But at the same time, I feel like you can give him the year that he – Matt Ryan has this contract to sit behind Matt Ryan and get that experience of just sitting in the pocket. And, like, he's already a great runner. So, why can't you be a great runner and have great pocket presence? So, I think Matt Ryan is a great quarterback to take after and be the next starter in the next two or three years. I 100% agree. I'm taking – from the Falcons, I'm taking Trey Lance in North Dakota State. I mean, this guy – Definitely doesn't look like he's – I definitely think he's the least NFL-ready. He's still – don't get me wrong, he's still a remarkable talent. I think he's probably the best runner in the draft, in my opinion. Uh, he's got amazing speed and good uh, good physical – like he can truck people if he wants to. But uh, I think that's just the best pick for them. Um you know, the way Matt Ryan's contract structure, they really can't trade him until next year. So they give him one year to learn about, learn behind Matt Ryan, who I think would be a great teacher, learn how to, you know, read uh, NFL defenses, which is a big step up from college defenses, get uh, polish his skills and do exactly what they did with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I mean, it's really, it's, I mean, it's cliche because Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. I mean, arguably, but like, Really, that's all you should do if you're the Falcons. Like, take this guy. He's he's un he's very raw, right? Uh, have him sit behind Matt Ryan, great quarterback, and then he'll be throwing the ball to Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. I mean, yeah, that's 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 as good as it gets, man. So, uh, with my fifth overall pick, I have LSU wide receiver Jamar Chase going to the Bengals. Um, I know a lot of people have Penny Sewell going to the uh, Bengals. But, I mean, we obviously saw Jamar Chase opting out of um, this last 2020 to 2021 season because of COVID issues. But we saw him last year with uh, Justin Jefferson, you know, the reigning almost rookie of the year, not going to call him rookie of the year. Um, He's not the rookie. And, yeah, and, you know, scored 20-plus touchdowns and, you know, over 1,300 yards. I think it's pretty – Pretty good coming out of Louisiana State. Um, we saw his athletic ability at Pro Day and his route running abilities. I just think 
it's a great fit for the Bengals offense and, you know, an opportunity for, for Joe Burrow to find another good target on the field. I can see where you're going with with that one. Like, I also – I put Nate Sewell going to Cincinnati because clearly Joe Burrow got sacked 34 times in 12 games. And that, that's insane. That's just showing something. And I think Jamar Chase would definitely be my second option because I could see where the Bengals team management is saying, like, we need to reunite Burrow with Jamar Chase because they were – and when they won the championship, they were with him, Justin Jefferson, and Jamar Chase. Those three were together. And I do feel like that is probably the same amount of, I don't know, likeliness of Penesual and Jamar Chase. But in my draft, I just have Penesual fitting based on their needs from last season. Uh, my draft, I have Penesual going fifth overall. I mean, uh, O'Tackle out of Oregon. I mean, this guy is – this guy is the real deal. He is 100% the best O-tackle prospect in this class. He'll dive to make blocks. I mean, he's, he's going he's gonna to make some highlight plays. He's going to pancake people. And most of all, he's going to protect Joe Burrow. I mean, 34 times in 12 games is just unacceptable. Result, ACL and MCL tear out for the rest of the season. And then had to learn how to – I mean, didn't, didn't, have to learn how to, didn't have to learn how to walk again, but – he had he's had a hard recovery, so I mean that's really tragic for him, honestly. But you you already know that uh, they're taking Panay Sewell. They need to protect this guy. I mean that is not in, like that is in my opinion, it's no question. Like you have your QB of the future. I mean, if you didn't see with Andrew Luck why he retired early, you have a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like you need to protect this guy while he's still young, so he can play. For a longer time. I mean, look at just look at Russell Wilson. You know, begging for an O line, and Seahawks won't even give it to him. Like, the Bengals need to give this guy an O line. Yeah, off of that, I just wanted to say, you got Joe Burrow last draft, super young. I, I don't quote me on this. Twenty four years old, maybe. Panesul, them two and the franchise together will form the chemistry, and then they will go and they can build the O line around Panesul. Exactly. Joe Burrow and Panesul. If Panesul performs and Joe Burrow performs after that injury. They will both be very healthy and they'll chemistry, have chemistry together and just have a better relationship when it comes to the future after their rookie contracts. Exactly. Uh, with my sixth overall pick, I have Penny Sewell going to the Dolphins. Um, reasoning behind this is, you know, you look at the Bengals, obviously a team in a rebuilding phase, you know, based on their um, relatively young team. And generally when you see that, you know, you see the skill positions filled in first and then the offensive linemen filled in either later in the draft and through free agency. Um, but with, with the Dolphins, you know, we saw interest with him at Pro Day. Obviously another guy who opted out of the most recent season. Um, and while, you know, that may not look great, you know, coming to, to coordinators and head coaches, um, you know, by far the best offensive tackle in the league, fits well, you know, into a struggling Dolphins O-line with an offense that's potential you know, to, to be a playoff-bound team. So, I think it's a, a no-brainer having him go to Miami. So, I guess we're switching because I have Jamar Chase going to Miami. Um, yeah, I have the same thing. Um, I don't know. I just feel like it fits. I mean, I see where – again, I see where we're going with Panay I mean, they want Tua to be the franchise. They didn't pick him at number five overall for no reason. But, I mean, if Jamar Chase not only falls to number six, which is not that far of a fall – but he's just that yeah. kind of receiver. If he falls, I believe that you cannot pass up on him. He's I feel like 
people are comparing him to the next, like, oh, crap, I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, Tyreek Hill? No, that was... Julio that, Jones? Uh, yeah, I think it was Julio Jones. They're comparing him to Julio Jones, and then I think the Jalen Waddle going to Tyreek Hill. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I just right. think, I don't know if Jamar Chase, I just feel like we'll fit that offense speed. They have Devontae Parker, who is getting older age. Um, I don't know how old he is. Um, he's pretty young. Really? Yeah, I mean, he's not, I mean, he's not that old. He's, he's pretty young. Yeah, he's 28. Um, so, I, yeah, I just think they'll need that young, fast, reliable receiver that Tua will have on that uh, number one spot in the offense, wide receiver. All right, uh, I agree with you. I'm going Jamar Chase. I mean, this guy's pro day was off the charts. Michael, didn't he run like a 4-3-4? Four, 4-3-7 three, four? Four, three, with a 43-inch vertical. I mean, that's just insane. Like, that's – obviously, my first mock draft I had – Devontae Smith here, and I was on the Devontae Smith train, and don't get me wrong, I still am completely committed to Devontae Smith. I think he is I think he's he has a chance of being the best wide receiver in this draft. I'm just, I'm just saying it out there, no regrets. I know everyone's high on Jamar Chase. I am too, but I am very high on Devontae Smith, but I feel like Jamar Chase is the best option. Obviously, it'd be cool to see Devontae Smith and Tua reunite. But I think Jamar Chase is just too much of a talent to pass up on. Obviously, I mean, you think you say Devontae Smith won the Heisman. Jamar Chase opted out last year, so you never know. He could have won the Heisman. Like he could have played better than Devontae Smith. You just never know in these situations. So I have Jamar Chase going to the Miami. I mean, you give Tua a weapon like this. I mean, potentially the next the next Justin Jefferson. I mean, this guy is just this guy is going to be a threat quickly. And they're really going to take this team to playoff contention and even Super Bowl contention. I mean, if, can Tua, if Tua can make the jump, I really think they'll be a Super Bowl team pretty fast. I mean, they got a pretty good O-line. All they need is a running back and a wide receiver, and I really think their team is pretty complete. Yeah, um, like uh, I was saying, that if, they, if the Bengals draft Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase will reunite with Joe Burrow, and then if that case... Devontae Smith will probably most likely reunite with Tua. So, I mean, you can have that going multiple ways. Yeah. All right. So, with my um, with my seventh overall pick, I have actually Justin Fields going to Detroit. Even after the big trade um, with Jared Goff going to Detroit, I mean, you know, you see Jared Goff being drafted, you know, for by far first overall pick out of Cali. Um, in 2016, you know, obviously led led the Rams to a Super Bowl in 2009, 2019. But, you know, never really played like the Rams expected him to, which, you know, could have been, you know, part of the reason why he was traded to Detroit. But, um, you know, and we've obviously seen quarterbacks like that, like Matthew Stafford, who, you know, many people have different opinions on how his career has gone. But, you know, he doesn't have some of the weapons that Justin Fields has. Um, I think he has the most raw talent out of any quarterback. Speed, um, speed wise and throwing wise, I think he struggles a lot. You know, we saw this a lot as he um, reading defenses and missing out on safeties, and that resulted in you know throwing some intercept, throwing interceptions. You know, was not towards the top rankings on interceptions. You know, was pretty low on that list. But um, but I like Justin Fields, and I think 
you know, while a lot of people think Jared Goff is their quarterback, I think um, I think Justin Fields going seven. Um, for my seventh overall pick, I've Devontae Smith going to Detroit. I just feel like Jared Goff. He's not very old. I mean, he like um, Michael was saying he does. He is most likely he's a very good quarterback. Don't get me wrong, but he just really didn't have the O line in LA, and he's only twenty six years old. So, given that fact, I don't see a quarterback going to Detroit because I would have finished on Matt Stafford, but after that trade, I just feel like tables turned, and I feel like with they're committed to Jared Goff clearly because they give up a lot for him, and um, and keep in mind he has a big contract like. Like he's the, he has a big tra- co- contract. Like they traded for a guy with a big contract. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like they need the weapons around him. If you're gonna pay someone that big of money, you need to give him support. I mean, like that's like paying. It's like paying millions of dollars for a house and not giving any support. I guess. Yeah. And he just falls over, and he's gonna be freaking pointless if he doesn't get anything. But yeah, I just feel like Devontae Smith is a Good fit, and they lost some receivers. And yeah, they lost Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay for agency. Yeah, that's some big hits to the offense. Uh, I have Kyle Pitts going to the Detroit Lions. I mean, obviously, um, I thought. Have you, Weston? Have you had him drafted yet? No. Yeah. So. Me and Weston have him falling a little bit farther. Everyone, I mean, you have people saying he's going to go number four, which, I mean, I think is likely. I mean, I'm not saying that's that's not a possibility. But this guy, this guy is is insane. I mean, he is, I would say, the best athlete of the draft. Um, I, know that's, I know that's a bold statement, but I'm saying it right now. He's the best athlete of the draft. I mean, this guy, this guy can really do it all. Um, by far the best athlete in the draft. Yeah, and uh, I mean, looking at his position. Yeah, and he's a tight end. Um, and I think they're committed to Jared Goff. I mean, everyone's saying like, "Oh, they need to get rid of Jared Goff. They need to get rid of Jared Goff." Like, guys, Jared Goff led the team, t- led a team to a Super Bowl just two years ago. Like, people forget about that. Like, Jared Goff was a good quarterback. Like, he he doesn't. He's not a flashy quarterback. He's not going to roll out of the pocket and scramble for a hundred yards. But he makes the throws. He plays like he doesn't throw that many interceptions. Like he he plays good and and people forget about that. Like he's a good quarterback. And I think Detroit. Uh, they got a new head coach. I think they have a new GM. Actually, I'm yeah, I'm certain they have a new GM, right? Who does Detroit? Detroit. Uh, they got a new. Yeah, they have no, they a new general coach. Yeah, I know they have a new head coach. I'm pretty sure they have a new general manager. Anyway, all all that saying, they got a new era going on there, and I think uh, Jared Goff is going to be the head of that. Kyle Pitts also leading that charge. I mean, this guy's going to come in and be an immediate weapon. Immediate. No doubt about it in my, in my mind. Uh, with the eighth overall pick, I actually have Devontae Smith going to the Panthers. Um, you know, we, see, we saw Curtis Samuel go to Washington, and – Teddy Bridgewater have a promising season with them, but uh, you know, you know, with many doubts coming to Christian McCaffrey on whether he'll return, you know, as good or you know better than he was pre-injury, and and a lot of that talks whether they need another guy that that could be their big offensive guy 
And I think Devontae Smith is a big one for them. You know, to have that big Robbie Anderson, Devontae Smith, dual threat wide receiver. Um, I think it's a good pick for, for, for North Carolina. And, you know, I like Devontae Smith. I think he's, you know, could be a little bit on the lighter side, but you know, when you get to the NFL, you have professional nutritionists and trainers, you know, you know, they can get him to his ideal shape that they want him in. So I think that should not hold him back from going, you know, high in this draft. Yeah, I'm going to go back to what Kate was saying about pick number seven, about the GM. Yes, they do have a new GM, and the GM was actually part of the Rams last year. He was their scouting coach, which means him and Jared Goff are going to have the chemistry. And I think he want to know what Jared Goff needs to support him. But that's not his last pick. Okay, I have the Panthers going Kyle Pitts, tight end from Florida. Um, I don't know. I mean, like Michael was saying, they have Robbie Anderson who is a monster, and then they have a few other receivers, and I feel like they just don't have that tight end that, like, is – if no one's open, they can just chuck it up to Kyle Pitts. I mean, Kyle Pitts, you can put him in the slot. You can put him out wide. I mean, you can do anything you want with him. You're in a freaking 4-4. Like, that's unbelievable. That's wide receiver speed right there. And like It is. I think this guy's going to be the next coming of Darren Waller, if not better. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was saying, and people were saying that, what would you prefer, middle linebacker covering you or fast corner? And he said neither until burn them both. And then, I don't know, I just feel like he's going to be an absolute beast right off the start. And I feel like, oh, this is a bold take. I don't think anyone's ever – I'm not going to say it. I was going to say Nope, I'm not going to say it. I was going to say he's going to win rookie of the year, but nope, too early. Too early. <laughs> yeah, too early. You got to see what team he gets drafted oh, on. Yeah. He, could, he, could get, he could get drafted into a horrible situation. Exactly. And – Oh Talent will show out, though. Yeah, quarterback situation, they just got Sam Darnold. So, that is going to be a fresh start for Kyle Pitts. So, they got Sam Darnold reuniting with Robbie Anderson from New York. The yeah, that's facts. I and, totally forgot about that. And now they got Kyle Pitts. So, now, well, based off my mock draft, they have Kyle Pitts. So, personally, the connection will be there. And why not just make Sam Darnold have another connection? I mean, yeah, I mean, I I like those picks. And if I had uh, Kyle Pitts not going to the Detroit Lions, I think Carolina definitely goes best player available and then goes Kyle Pitts. But keep in mind, they do have Christian McCaffrey. Michael said there was doubts. I mean, I not believe in the doubts, dude. This is Christian McCaffrey we're talking about. He came in for the one game he did play against Carolina. He came right off of injury. And on fantasy, scored above 30 points. He had, like, 100 rushing yards, like, two – I think he had two rushing touchdowns. I have no doubts in Christian McCaffrey. He's going to return to his prime self. He's in his prime right now. He's one of the best running backs in the league, if not the best. I mean, that's a bold statement now having Derrick Henry in the league. But it, it, he is one of the best running backs in the league. They have Robbie Anderson – Sam Darnold, and DJ Moore on that offense. I really don't think they need more on that offense. I mean, I don't. Our defense is in a very rebuilding stage. I think they should upgrade this defense, and they'll be a good team. And no person better do that than Micah Parsons, linebacker out of Penn State. This guy is, without a doubt, in my opinion, the best linebacker in the draft. He can do it all. He can bull rush, swim move, coverage. He can do it all. He is going to get your – he's going to sack your quarterback and – He's, he's going to do whatever you want to do, and he's going to do it well. I just think it's a perfect fit. I got Micah Parsons going to number eight. Um, 
just a comment on the Micah Parsons pick, you know, obviously was a player that was, you know, got his hype after the season following and, and coming from an edge rusher. Um, don't personally think he's going to go, you know, as high as a lot of people think he will. But um, with the number nine overall pick, I have Bison quarterback Trey Lance going to the um, to the Denver Broncos. You know, we saw, you know, bad issues with the Broncos offense, you know, this past year you know, with protection and quarterback staying, you know, healthy. And, you know, they had a lot of hope in Drew Locke, and he just wasn't able to perform well with them. So, um, you know, and, and you got a, you know, a, a good wide receiver core. You know, you got young you got young guys out there. Jerry Judy, who um, probably didn't perform as many people thought he would. But, you know, I think with Trey Lance in there, he has – that that's a dangerous offense that I think could be playoff bound. Yeah, they got Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I mean they, they got, got they got a great they have a great offense, and I think that last piece for them is getting that franchise quarterback. I think Trey Lance, you know, could potentially be that guy. I definitely see where you're coming from on quarterback. I have them taking Ohio State Justin Fields. Um, Lakers and Jerry Judy. You said that he did not perform as well. I mean, you can't perform as well as he would like to, like Justin Jefferson numbers. I mean, first off, that's, like, ridiculous. But second off, when you don't have a quarterback that can make the throws, it's pretty hard to be successful. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, it's that last piece for that offense. Is that exactly. Cool. So I see where you're coming from. Um, Justin Fields, I mean, even if they pick up a quarterback in free agency, they, I mean, Justin Fields, depending what team he goes to, I mean, if he goes top ten, I can see him starting, but Denver, if they pick up a quarterback, like a veteran, I don't see him starting, but if they don't and they just straight up draft quarterback, I see the rookie starting, but I mean like, or maybe Drew Locke starts for the first few games, I just feel like being behind any NFL quarterback with experience is better than none, so I could see Justin Fields, I definitely see him going to the Broncos if he falls, but I just feel like he won't be the starter week one. I just feel like you always should just play it safe and have the NFL quarterback show how it's done, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I have uh I have the the Broncos taking a quarterback. I have him taking Mac Jones. Um obviously you guys had him going number uh three overall. I had him falling in this draft. Um, he's, in my opinion, the most NFL ready. I mean, this guy can break down defenses before the snap, and that's something that he does better than any NFL or any college could be in this draft, in my opinion. Um, I don't really think there's any debate about that, though. He's, uh, he's, he's very NFL ready, ready. He comes from a great, uh, coaching staff and, um, in Alabama and just won a championship riding high. I mean, I think, you really look at this Denver offense. You got Jerry Judy, KJ Helmer, uh, Cortland Sutton, and Melvin Gordon. Like this, that offense alone is pretty nice. They have a solid O line. Could you you know be addressed a little bit, um, but overall solid. And their defense, they have Bradley Chubb, Von Miller, and Justin Simmons. Like this team is pretty good. I mean, they need a little bit cornerback help, but this team is not as far away as people think uh, to. NFL like playoff and even Super Bowl contention. I mean, really, I think this is a sleeper pick. Uh, but Mac Jones coming there, asserting uh, like where he's uh, asserting himself in that offense. You know, being able to break down defenses before the snap, and you know, motioning Jerry Judy deep or Kelly J. Helmer. 
or like coil sudden on a slant. Like, I mean, that's just going to be super dangerous with all those weapons. I just really think that he could make it in there and make it work really well. Um, with the 10th overall pick, I have Crimson Tide cornerback Patrick Sertain second. I think this is a, a popular pick um, going 10 overall. Um, first off, you know, after watching Alabama Pro Day, we saw him get 19 reps off the bench press, and we also saw him, you know, be a, be a physical quarterback or cornerback this past season. Um, I think he performed really well at Alabama his final year. Um and really, you know, after the Cowboys lost Byron Jones to the Dolphins, I think it's a no-brainer pick. You know, they had struggles in the secondary early in the year, which, you know, led them off to a below 500 start that carried on for the rest of the year. So I, I think that's the pick for them. Yeah, um, I see the Cowboys taking four Cowboys, right? Yeah, Cowboys. Okay, okay, okay. I just got lost. Uh, I'm taking Patrick Chapin. Um, I don't know. He's just the most fitted, I feel like, for that defense. I mean, they have a great offense. Don't get me wrong. But if they want to compete in that trash division, I feel like they need the defense to compete in that trash division. Because... I don't know if it's trash anymore, man. No, it's definitely still trash. But, okay, we don't need to talk about that. Washington fan. But, <laughs> true. Um, what else say? I do have um, them taking Patrick Chertain. Um I just feel like he's overall one of the best defensive players in this draft. Not the best. I have one of the best falling four. Durbin. Um, Patrick. But, yeah, that's all I got to say. I just feel like he's a piece that can, they can revolve their defense around or put him around the main people of their defense. Uh, I have the Cowboys also shaking Patrick Sertain, so we got three out of three taking Patrick Sertain. I mean, this guy just seems super fitted for this uh, defense. They need quarterback cornerback help. They have a young star in Trayvon Diggs, um, but they need – like, he can't do it all, all on his own. Uh, not to mention that Trayvon Diggs and Patrick Sertain not only a year ago played together at Alabama. I mean, these guys have the chemistry. They can break down defenses – or, I mean, offenses. Uh, this 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 would be a, this would be a cool do- duo to see, and uh, both going to Alabama, both really good cornerbacks, and um, I just, I would just love to see it. I think it's just a no brainer. Uh, they need cornerback help. I, if they go offense, I mean, what are they gonna what are they gonna address on offense? I I really don't know what they would address. So they need to go defense here. In my opinion, all seven picks on defense. They had. A horrible defense last year. They need to address it, and they need to go. They need to go. Patrick Sertain second. Um, and I hate to ask this, but you know, you guys both stated that Patrick Sertain was fitted for this Cowboys defense. Can you just elaborate on what you really mean by that? Like, he's gonna be good because he's gonna fit with uh, Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, like they also. Trayvon Diggs cannot cover the one-two receiver. They can, they're going to need another corner to be able to put on the one-two receiver. Like if he gets injured, for heaven's sake, if he gets injured, they're on. Not saying that he's their whole defense, but a corner is an important part of the football team. So I mean, they will be like if he gets injured and they don't have another corner, a team is going to be passing all over them. And I just feel like he's the best fit not only because you have two great young corners on each side of the field, 
I just feel like he's a fit because you can play him deep. You can play press, man, zone. I just feel like you can play all of them, and that's why I personally think they'll fit their scheme. And the Cowboys also, you know, have some stars in that defensive side that struggled with injuries this past year. So a lot of potential uh, with the Cowboys. With the 11th pick, I have the New York Giants picking Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle out of Northwestern. You know, arguably, you know, was better than – Penny Sewell from, you know, a lot of um, people saying that uh, I think, I mean, Daniel Jones, the most sacked quarterback in NFL history, you know, that's just, you can't have that with a guy who's got so much potential. Um, and so I think they need a guy on that edge that's able to protect him and, and limit the amount of, you know, sacks he's taking and let that offense, you know, run what it can, because uh, I think there's a lot of potential um, with that Giants team. Um, so I think, you know, picking an offensive tackle and a great one at that, you know, it's a must have for them. Yeah. I have the giants. This is where I'm like, of course is going to, I just feel like he's a great fit for that defense. I mean, you can also, like Patrick, you can build a team around him. I mean, a linebacker is a great position to build a team around. That is true. Because they are the heart of the defense. I mean, they're telling people where to go. They're telling people like they're, I just feel like they're like, the quarterback of defense. They are the most important. People rely on them. They're usually the leaders. They're usually like the king of the pack of the defense. And I just feel like it would only make sense. I mean, I could easily see him falling. I mean, getting picked way before or even way after. I mean, I don't know where Michael Parsons is going to go, but I personally think he's the best defensive player in the draft. But I just feel like you can't pass up that. if you fall so eleven. You cannot pass up on an amazing linebacker that is guaranteed to start on your team at number 11 if he's, like, ranked higher than that. I mean, like, that's just, like, I don't know. I just feel like that would be dumb. But personally, I think he might go in front. But if he falls – shoot, if he falls to the Patriots, I'd be so hyped if he got him. But I don't think he will. But, yeah, that's why I think – I have – I have the – Giants picking uh, Quiddy Pay Edge out of Michigan. Obviously, um, I had Micah Parsons going earlier. I think they have to go defense here. I mean, their offense is looking pretty good. I mean, they got Saquon Barkley, obviously. Um, Kenny Galladay is picked up in free agency. And Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram. I mean, this is this is a pretty good offense. I like this offense a lot. I also like Daniel Jones. I mean, I really think that he has just not gotten a fair chance. I mean, people – I have – I've seen mock drafts where they have him taking quarterbacks, and I just don't think you bail on a quarterback this early. He's only had two years, and he's only had one year fully starting. You don't bail on a quarterback this early. I believe in Daniel Jones. I really think – I mean, this guy obviously tripped and fell, but this guy ran like – didn't he run like 22 miles per hour? And yeah, this year he showed that he could run. Like, he is a good runner. Um, I think he needs a little bit more time to develop in the NFL. Breaking down defenses, not throwing uh, as many, like, stupid passes. Like, he'll make passes sometimes where I'm like, dude, where are you throwing? Like, he needs to learn that. But I think that's going to happen over time. And within the next two years, I think he'll be a polished quarterback and really, like, a. I mean, this is a bold statement, but if, if he develops – well like he should and and how the Giants Giants should develop him with his potential he could be a top 10 quarterback that's if they develop him correctly with his talent 
And another thing about Daniel Jones, I mean, you know, a big question with him coming in the league, you know, a couple years ago is whether, you know, he's able to throw a ball 70 yards downfield in a game. And, you know, that's such a big thing in the NFL nowadays. Those guys need to be able to sling it. And, you know, we saw his work ethic, you know, over the, the, the quarantine time, him getting into, you know, excellent shape. And, you know, at Giants minicamp was able to throw the ball farther downfield and run faster. And you always want that out of a guy that you want to seek out for your franchise. Um, with the 12th overall pick, I have um, the Eagles selecting Crimson Tide running back Najee Harris. My opinion, best running back in the draft. And, and I'm going to explain a little bit of this. So, I don't think Miles Sanders is a guy for them. I, I just I don't I don't think he is. You know, we 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 hear a lot of times that you know just wait till he's out of injury. But you know there becomes a point in guys where you know you need to stay healthy for us, or else you can't be our guy. You know if you are only able to play, you know ten to twelve games a year. You know we need that's a quarter of all season, and we need our star running back to be there for us. Um, Najee Harris, not a lot of flaws. You know, we saw his, his elusiveness and also ability to run people over, you know, really a, a three-year starter for them. You know, you take out the, the fact that, um, you know, he was young, but, you know, he decided to stay an extra year and he was, I mean, he was their, one of their star guys on offense. So, uh, you know, I don't, I just, I don't think Miles Sanders is a guy, um, for that offense. That might be the hottest take of this mock draft. Yeah, I was just I about to say too. that. Dude, I was just about to say that. He was, he I mean, was someone even previous today that I, I just, I think if you're the Eagles, you know, you need a guy that's going to be healthy for you and you don't want to not include the fact that, you know, Naki Harris you know, did not get injured. Dude, he had one bad year. Miles Sanders has had one bad injury. I know. Year. I just... I mean, go off, I guess. Um, <laughs> Seriously. I mean, uh, he said, I mean, go geez. off, I guess. Um, I personally have them picking another Jalen and Jalen Waddle. They're gonna have oh. Jalen Waddle and Jalen Rager. And um, I just feel like, well, Jalen Waddle. I don't know. Did he play with uh Jalen Hurts when Jalen Hurts was in Alabama at Alabama? I, I think, think he did. He, yeah, I he might have. Jalen Hurts won the championship at Alabama before transferring to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. Did. No, yeah, you're right. Don't include the fact that he couldn't come together in that first half, and two a man had to save him to win that game. Yep, do that dime. All right, we're off track. Um, yep, yeah, I just haven't gone to the wall. Um, sorry. <laughs> uh, I have Devonte Smith going to the Eagles. Obviously, I. Had Devontae Smith uh, fall. I had him fall to number 12, which I feel bad about because I'm very high on him. Um, but I feel like none of these teams needed a wide receiver. Uh, I feel like they all addressed it um, either through free agency or they just didn't need one. I mean, you look at uh, my picks through uh, my first pick, Jamar Chase. You got P- Kyle Pitts going to the Detroit Lions. Um, uh I think he's the best athlete, so that, that explains that pick. Uh, Carolina Panthers, uh, they got Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys got Corlin Sun and Jerry Judy. Uh, the the Broncos – or not the Broncos. The Cowboys don't even be started on the Cowboys. The Giants, uh, they got Kenny Galladay and Sterling Shepard. So none of these teams really needed wide receivers, but I think 
Devontae Smith's fall has ended. Philadelphia Eagles need a wide receiver. They cannot overthink this. They need a wide receiver. Get Devontae Smith, best run after the catch guy in the draft. Hot take. I'm saying it. Uh, this guy is just like, in my opinion, he's just a hard worker. Like, he 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 won't go down. He's too. He's so relentless. Like, if you hit him, you have to hit him hard enough where he is going to physically fall down. Well, he's going to not give up, and he's going to try to move forward. I mean, there's a reason he won the Heisman. He didn't win the Heisman because he was just some average Joe. I mean, he was he's a special talent, and the Eagles, uh, if they if he falls to them, they do not overthink this. Draft Devontae Smith. Uh, with the 13th pick, um, I actually have Jalen Waddle going to the um, L.A. Chargers. I just – or San Diego Chargers. L.A. Chargers? I they're the L.A. Chargers. Yeah, L.A. Chargers. Uh, I mean, really, for this pick, I mean, you have Justin Herbert, you know, offensive rookie of the year. Uh, and then you have Keenan Allen, who did not underperform this past season. Um, you know, he, he did excellent this past year. You know, but he's a bit on the older side. And, and you know, sometimes you want, you know, an older, younger duo for them. Um, you know, and there's not much to say about lack of talent with Jalen Waddle. Um, you know, not only does he have blazing fast speed, but, you know, his ability to, to catch the ball in the open field, uh, you know, pretty unmatched in this draft. Yeah. Um, I, I have been taking Rashawn Slater. Um, they just got Justin Herbert, and I can see where you're going with Jalen Waddle if he falls. But, um, they have, oh crap, what's his face? Um, Mike Williams, who is, I don't know how old, but 26. And, yeah, I just think they need to protect Rashawn Slater. I mean, not Rashawn Slater. Justin Herbert. You have a you have LeSean Slater. Yep, I I do as well. I mean, you just got the offensive rookie of the year. Uh, my opinion is well deserved. And this guy's breaking records left and right. This guy, uh, he's really a generational talent. You have Keenan Allen. I can see where you're going with. He's getting old, but you also have Mike Williams. There are going to be other drafts, okay? If you really need to address that, Keenan Allen's going to have at least two more prime years left, at least. And uh, that's 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 just a fact. So unless he gets injured, he's going to have at least two more prime years left, and him, Justin Herbert, and Mike Williams can make it work, along with Austin Eckler. But what you need is you need to protect this guy. I mean, you cannot, like I said, Andrew Luck, same thing that happened to Andrew Luck. You cannot make the Colts mistake. You need to protect this guy so he can play for you for a long time. Or else he's going to get injured and he's not going to be able to play. I mean, just look at what happened to Joe Burrow. You need to get this guy an O-line and you need it now. You're taking Rashawn Slater. Uh, with the 14th um, pick, I have uh, Horn Frog safety. Trevon Morig going to the Vikings. Uh, you know, you know. I mean, obviously, a team that struggled defensively this past year. Oh, yes, they did. They were. Yes, they did. And, you know, Harrison Smith, I mean, he's running out, man. And and they need this young guy, you know, arguably one of the best, you know, secondary guys in this draft. So, you know, I think it's a no-brainer for them to go with this guy, you know. And, and in even, you know, even if I have him going 14th overall, but I think it's very – you know, possible for him to go before then. But, uh, you know, if he, if he goes all the way to the Vikings, I think it's a no-brainer for them. 
Yeah, I see where you're coming with coming from with um terrible defense. They did pick up Patrick Peterson, which is a huge pickup. But I still have them going. J.C. Horn past his prime. So, but he's still better than the average. Mm. I mean, you cannot get me wrong. He's not if, better than the average cornerback. No, he's worse than the average cornerback. Yeah. That, that okay, was not a good defense. signing for them. Yeah, that was, that was not a good signing for them, in my opinion. All right, I hear you guys echoing, but um, and thanks for supporting my pick even more. J.C. Horn, corner, South Carolina. I guess they need a corner now. So, why not pick up the next future corner of your team, J.C. Horn? I mean, you got... Your amazing offensive pick last year, so get your amazing defensive pick this year. And I'm going to try to hurry this up because it's taking a while. Uh, I got J.C. Horn as well. Um, this guy, yeah. this guy's crazy. This guy runs, a f- I think, a 4 4 um, And this, guy, this guy's going to be a generational talent. They need corners. Patrick Peterson, that was, in my opinion, a dump sliding. I don't know why they'd sign him. Uh, I guess a rock, locker room guy. You got Harrison Smith, a good anchor, and a pretty good D-line. But they were just getting shredded uh, with court, uh, by defenses or by offenses last year, and they need J.C. Horn. Um, they need a cornerback. J.C. Horn ran a four three nine. Fourth, holy crap! Oof. Um, with the fifteenth overall pick, I have Penn State On. linebacker Micah Parsons uh, going to the Patriots. Um, you know, and guys like K.J. Have him going, you know, as early as eighth, as eighth overall, and you know, I just don't see him going that early. Um, you know, we saw we saw how good he was at Penn State, and we also saw his ability to uh, to 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 pressure the quarterback. You know, playing in the Big East, you know, that's a tough division to to play in defensively. So, uh, you know, I think if he's able to fall down to fifteen, you know, this is a pick for for. The, Bill Belichick, that's, you know, a no-brainer. Yeah, I have my favorite team, the New England Patriots, reaching far for their position. But if they get this unlucky with the draft, or I really think they're going to be trading up to number four, taking Justin Fields, blah, blah, blah. Don't care. Okay. I have my Patriots taking, not my, my, my favorite team Patriots, taking Rashad Bateman from Minnesota, wide receiver. Um... Let's see. Who do they have a wide receiver? That's a good pick. That's a hot take right there. Who do they have? No, it's not. Don't even get me started. <laughs> who, who do they have receiver? Hold on. Let me think. We got Nelson Aguilar and that other guy. Yeah. New people. We need – why not train them all up when they're new? Nelson Aguilar, he's new. Shoot, dude. I totally forgot. They even got Hunter Henry. And the Titans tight end, I forget. Johnny Smith. Johnny Smith, yep, you're right. Um, Yeah, got to keep it quick. Yep, Rashad Bateman. I'm going Jalen Waddell. Obviously, I have him falling, um, but this Dang, guy. <laughs> yeah, this guy, this guy has got insane speed and a complete weapon. I mean, I think the Nelson Aguilar trade, uh, I think the Nelson Aguilar signing is a good signing. I think they probably overpaid for him. He had one good year, and they handed him a lot of money. But, I mean, hey, this guy did have a good year, so – and they, they needed wide receiver help. They needed help wide receiver help deeply. And everyone's hating on Cam Newton, but when you look at Cam Newton's weapons, I mean, he had no one but a good O-line. I mean, he had no one. So, I really I really think that, like, uh, they, they, give the, they give Cam Newton – 
some good supporting cast. I mean, this guy was the 2015 MVP, which I know that seems like a long time ago, but that was like that was only six years ago, and I know a lot can happen in six years, but this guy's still a good quarterback. Don't get me wrong. Um, yeah. Oh. Oh, no, you can go. All right. I was just going to say that uh, with Jalen Waddle or Rashad Bateman in my case, um, I just feel like they need a speed receiver. They need someone that can go deep, run slants, run all that fancy stuff. But, I mean, Nelson Aguilar and the two tight ends, they're not people that you can just rely to get open on the deep the deep shots. I mean, you need a quick receiver. I know Rashad Bateman, he ran a fast 40. I'm going to look it up real quick. Um, but they just need someone. Yeah, he ran a 4-3-9. They just need someone that is reliable downfield and can get open and separate from the corners, which our slow old receivers can't do. But, I mean, Bourne, our new receiver from the 49ers, he's pretty quick. But Nelson Aguilar and Julian Edelman, who Julian Edelman isn't expected to play the full season um, from injury. But, yeah, I just feel like they need that guy that can separate. Um, with the 16th overall pick, I have um, Elijah Vera Tucker, um, an inside O-lineman for the Cardinals. I mean, this is a complete team. You know, I think of this as a complete team with Kyler Murray, um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk. Um, you know, that's a complete team when it comes to throwing the ball and and you know you obviously need a guy that's going to get that old line set for you and you know obviously um you know a pick for the cardinals that i think you know is very possible all right watching you want to go oh yeah my fault my fault um i have the arizona cardinals taking corner gregory newsome second out of Northwestern. Northwestern was a quality team besides the point of being sidetracked. Um, they need defense out of the two sides of the ball. I mean, they got a great offense. Do not get me wrong. Um, but I really do think that you cannot have too many good defensive players. And they don't have that many good defensive players. I mean, they have J.J. Watt. They have um, – oh, oh, my God. Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones, yes. Oh my gosh, what the frick? What is the rookie's name? Tiggins. No, not Tiggins. Oh my gosh. Isaiah Simmons? Isaiah Simmons, yes. How did I freaking forget that? All right, whatever. But they have good young people. Well, a good young linebacker to build around. So why not get another corner, a big piece in defense? One of the most important positions that you can help build your defense. Uh, I have the. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals taking Christian Darisaw O tackle out of Virginia Tech. This guy is a big, bad pancake machine. And Kyler Murray is a small quarterback, so he needs uh, all the help he can get. And you cannot have this guy getting injured. Have this guy getting injured. So uh, that's uh... – uh, With the 16th overall pick, um, I have the Raiders – I mean 17th, sorry. Christian Darisaw offensive tackle. Uh, you know, not a lot to say here, you know, a relatively long, young team and, you know, you gotta, you gotta build the line. Yeah. Um, I have Christian Darisol going to the Raiders and I feel like they just need to protect Derek Carr and then offense and you would him go there, right? Okay. I'm, I'm tripping out, but 
I wasn't paying that much attention. But Christian Derrickson, yes, like Michael said, I've been going to the Raiders. They need to protect Derek Carr, and whoever they have at running back, Josh Jacobs, um, and they have a good wide receiver. They have good wide receivers. They have Henry Ruggs and some other people that I don't really know, so they don't have that great wide receivers. But Henry Ruggs, he's super fast, super super fast. So if he, if Derek Carr has the time to let Henry Ruggs open. They can swing it down the field. Christian Darius can help him with that. Uh, I've been picking Elijah Tucker, O-Lyman. They just traded Trent Brown and released Rodney Hudson. So, just got rid of their two, basically their two best O-Linemen. So, they need to rebuild this O-Line and help Derek Carr. I mean, Derek Carr is a good quarterback, underrated in my opinion. I don't think he's a top 10 quarterback, but I don't think he's a bottom 10 quarterback. I think he's in the middle and I don't think he's that bad, so they need to help him out. Um, they need to give this guy a good O-line. Yeah, Trent Brown's on the Patriots, baby. Um, With 20th overall pick, I had the Bears getting J.C. Horn, cornerback. The Bears? We're on oh, the Miami geez, Dolphins, I'm, man. Sorry, guys. I had the 18th <laughs> overall pick being Travis Etienne. Um, I think he – I mean, I think he is the last piece for that offense. You know, I had Penny Sewell going there as well. You know, to have an opportunity to have two first-round picks – you know, to make them both offensively, you know, could be a hot take. But, you know, they got a solid defense already. Um, you know, Travis Etienne, two-time ACC player of the year. So, I mean, he's their he's their guy, you know, running-wise, you know. Yeah, like I was saying earlier, you can never have too many pieces on defense. So, I've been going Jalen Phillips, edge for Miami. Um, let him stay in Miami. Yeah. Why not? And, um, I don't know. I just feel like, again, an edge rusher is very important. You can always move him around the line. You can always put him back in the field. I mean, shoot, you can do whatever. And, sadly, he will go against my Patriots twice a year if he does go to Miami. But, who cares? Yep. Uh, I have the same Jalen Phillips um, edge out of Miami. They just lost Kyle Van Noy, who was a big, big <laughs> – was a big part of their uh, defense, and um, they didn't replace him. Uh, Jalen Phillips, really good edge, um, can get to the quarterback pretty fast, and uh, yeah, that's how I have taken. Uh, for the 19th pick, I have the Washington football team getting Greg Newsom, the second cornerback. Um, you know, I think this team has what it needs on offense, you know a real young wide receiver core um, and, and, you know, obviously some questions at the quarterback position, but, um, you know, with the sign of Taylor Heineke, uh, you know, I think they have a plan, but, uh, you know, never. And the sign of Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's going to be their number one QB. Um, You know, obviously I have Kyle Fuller, but, you know, continuing to build, you know, one of the best defenses in the team or in the league. Kendall Fuller, not Kyle Fuller. Kendall Fuller. You know, obviously never hurts to, to try to make your defense just that much better. Yep. Um, I've been going to Von Jenkins, offensive tackle out of Oklahoma State. Um, I have to disagree with you right there, Michael. I think they have all the pieces they need on defense than offense. I mean, their offense is great and all, but they led, they're like top three in defense last year. I don't think they're relatively close in offense. So, I mean, O-line can definitely help old boomer – Fitzpatrick back there, but I mean, with the, with the sign of Curtis Samuel and whoever that Titans guy was, don't know. But 
um, like I was saying, I mean, just help the old man out for heaven's sakes. Just let what, as it says here, Washington, Washington, just let them get the tackle that they need, and that can be one of their future alignment for the for a good while. Um, obviously they got Ryan Fitzpatrick and Curtis Samuel and free agency. There was, there was their uh, two big splashes. Actually, they got William Jackson the second. William Jackson the third? One of those. Um, in free agency, who was widely regarded as the best cornerback in free agency. Super happy about that, me being a Washington fan. But um, I have to agree with Michael here going uh, defense. I don't agree with cornerback, though. They have Kyle Fuller – or, sorry, I messed up uh, – Kendall Fuller, who I feel like is a pretty good cornerback. And now they got William Jackson and – I feel like their cornerbacks, they really address that in free agency. Um, but what I really think they need is linebackers. I mean, you look at their linebackers, who do they have? No one. You cannot name anyone. Their linebackers get toasted all the time. I have them taking Jeremiah Oshinua Karamoa. I, th- I, I, I think I got that name right. Uh, this guy, do-it-all linebacker. Get to the quarterback and uh, can play in coverage. This guy is I think the best do-it-all linebacker in the draft. I don't think he's the best linebacker in the draft, but I think he's the best do-it-all linebacker in the draft. Um, with 20th overall pick, now we're at the Bears. I have him picking back-to-back cornerbacks, J.C. Horn. Uh, you know, a team that obviously struggled defensively. You know, no need to put that. You know, their offense, you know, was a big part of them. And, and you know, a lot of people think, you know, well, the Bears have a good defense. You know, I have to disagree on that. Uh you know they have they have some strong some strong players, but you know overall they're not a solid defensive team. So you know, and adding another player in that secondary is um, is important. The Bears are the Bears, always trash and always will be. Mm-hmm. Um, no hatred for Bears, but just don't think they're that good. Um, like you're saying, they do have a good defense and all, but they're it's an old defense and. They need the young people. I mean, the only good defensive freaking player I can name is Kalumak. That's it. And um, I think that they're going to go um, offense on this. So I think they're going inside O-lineman Elijah Vera Tucker. You know, see. Yeah, they have an old defense. But second round, you can pick up some quality defensive players in the second round. But I feel like the need – I mean, you got Andy Dalton. No one, no offense with Danny Dalton, but he's not the greatest quarterback. But if you want him to perform the greatest for the year you have him, take an alignment, and that alignment will stay with you for the future. So why not just take him? Um, so I debated on this pick between O line and quarterback. Obviously, I mean, I picked quarterback, I picked Kyle Trask, uh, out of Florida. I hey. feel like this is a reach. I, I really do. That's a hottest. Take. I feel like That's it's a, a reach. Take. But um, you got Andy Dalton, who right now is a journeyman cornerback. Quarterback, I think you can use him to mold a a different quarterback. I think you could use him to mold Kyle Trask. Obviously, I think it's a reach. But what else does this team need? I mean, you got Allen Robinson and uh, Kadarius Tony. I think that's his name. On uh, with with the wide receiving core, you got a good um, 
running back in David David Terry's Montgomery. Is- you got a safety in uh, Eddie Jackson, Khalil Mack. Um, oh, what's his name? Hicks. What's his name? Hicks in the Hakeem Hicks. Hakeem? Uh, wait, that's not his name. Uh, they have a good. Oh, I think they have a good D line. It might be Hakeem Hicks. Kadarius Tony's. In oh the draft no, this year. not Kadarius Tony then. Um, it's a word joke. Mar- Mardell Mooney, I think that's his name. Oh yeah, um, I know who you're talking about. But but you got you got a good offense and a pretty good defense. Um, and I just I I know it's a hot take. I feel like it's a reach, but it was either O line or quarterback, and I chose quarterback. I chose Kyle Trask. Um, with twenty first overall pick, I have Jeremiah Owusu Kara. Amoa. Don't know how uh, good I pronounced that. Um, but, you know, the Colts were a playoff team last year. You know, they got a good offense. And, and really, I mean, they do have a good defense. You know, I'm not going to say, you know, it's a priority that they make a defensive pick. You know, they have um, – Dude, they have like a top three defense. They have a Darius Leonard linebacker. But, you know, I really like watching this guy. And I think he's just, you know, has great potential at that spot. You know – Obviously, he's an edge guy, so, you know, not breaking into Darius Leonard, you know, middle linebacker territory. But, uh, you know, like a lot of people say, you know, instead of avoiding, you know, if you got a really good offense or defense, you know, instead of just, you know, ignoring it, you know, make them better, make them even more unstoppable than they already are. Yep, agreed. Um, This player was ranked ninth, but after apparent injuries. Oh, I know who you're talking about. And I have the Colts taking Caleb Farley, corner from Virginia Tech. Um, I mean, if he's injured, like Michael was saying, they have a great defense. They're up there. Um, and if he doesn't get to play the first year from injuries, that great defense will stay the same. If he does, shoot, that's just another piece. So, I mean – why not take the shot? I mean, he's definitely not number nine anymore, but, I mean, he's definitely, I think, first-round caliber. He's definitely first-round caliber. I mean, Caleb Farley was, for most people, the best corner in the draft. Uh, it was between him and Patrick Sertain, and obviously, horrible back injury. It sucks. It really does. I don't have them taking, though. I have not taking Trevor Jenkins, OT, offensive tackle. Um, Their offense, uh, their offensive uh, like their their offensive line is probably one of the best in the league. They got a young quarterback though, and they're they have one young uh offensive lineman in. Oh crap! What's his name? Shoot! What's his name? Uh, they're the Colts' like, best player. Their O lineman, Quentin Nelson. Yeah, Quentin Nelson. Sorry, how did I not remember his name? Um, but he's really their only young guy, and I think they need another young guy in there. Why not strengthen the strength? Just like uh, just like Michael said, they're a really complete team. I really think they got a good shot of Super Bowl contention with Carson Wentz in there, reuniting with Frank Wright. And uh, I mean, I think you're gonna see, in my opinion, you're gonna see uh, MVP Carson Wentz come out again. Um, I with the twenty second overall pick, I have Jalen Phillips going to the Titans, um, edge rusher. I mean, you know, no need to say we all know that you know how atrocious that Titans defense was this past year. I mean, you know, was a completely offensive heavy team, you know, and just you know many many problems needed to, you know, address on that defensive side. And, and you know, why not start with, 
you know, one of the best edge rushers in college football. Yeah, um, I'm going to make this quick because we are making this long, but who cares? Um, I feel like I, I know where you're coming from. I really do, but they just signed – they got Bud Dupree, who is a great oh, yeah, linebacker. Oh, yeah, Middle yeah. of the field. Yeah, played middle of the field, rushed the passer, had like eight and a half sacks for a middle linebacker last year. If he's a middle linebacker. I know he's a linebacker. I'm not sure which one. Um, so I have them picking Eric Stokes, corner from Georgia. Um, I just feel like that's a good fit for their atrocious defense, as Michael said, which I can actually agree on. Because if they fix that defense, they will be not top five in the NFL, but probably top three in the AFC. I feel like they'll be up there with the the Patriots and the Chiefs, you know? No kidding. I I think they'll be up there with the um the Bills and the Chiefs. And I I know this is too early. I know the twenty sixth pick. But I also can see the Browns going up there, but I'll talk about that during the Um game. I have Caleb Farley, cornerback in Virginia Tech. Obviously talked about him earlier. Widely regarded as the best cornerback in this draft. Tragic back injury. I feel like you take the risk with that with there. Um if he's if he's still there. Obviously, like, worst defense in the league. And they just lost Malcolm Butler. Watch, I'm not saying Malcolm Butler was a shot-down cornerback, but he was by far their best cornerback, and they just lost him. And Clowney. And uh, so, well, Clowney wasn't much of a factor this year. Um, so, they need, they need to address that defense. In my opinion, all seven picks go defense. Um, with the 23rd overall pick, I had the New York Jets taking Trevon Jenkins, offensive tackle. I mean, you know, already stated about Zach Wilson, you know, I think he's the, the Jets' future, you know, after that San Bruno trade. And, you know, you need to build that offensive line and, and you need to use, you know, you need to use him to his full capabilities. And, you know, you need to build a solid edge on that line. Yeah, I think – I mean, I can see where we're coming from, like I do with every pick. But – I've been going defense. I've been going edge from Georgia, Aziz Ojulari. Um, they, I mean, they got Corey Davis, and I think they signed one other receiver. My pick, they have, they're going Zach Wilson, which would be dumb if they didn't, unless they want another quarterback. But with that quarterback, they need a team isn't anything. A quarterback is kind of pointless if it doesn't have a defense to support it. So I feel like they take the edge in Aziz Ojulari from Georgia. I think they roll with. Him. I have them taking Rashad Bateman, wide receiver. Uh this guy's a really not a really versatile wide receiver. You can use him anywhere, and uh, I feel like they have a good. Uh, they have a good offensive line anchor in. Um, crap! What is his name? He's number seventy-seven. How am I forgetting his name? It's okay. It doesn't matter. All right. Anyway, they have one of the best O linemen in the in in NFL football right now. They got a uh, they got a good anchor, and uh, feel like they need to take a wide receiver. Get um, Zach Wilson, another guy to throw to. Number seventy-seven on the Jets. Yeah, Mackay Becton. Mackay, twenty-fourth overall pick. I had the Steelers getting Landon Dickerson. Center from Alabama, you know, he was a guy that many people thought, you know, could be top 15 coming into this year and, you know, struggle with injuries. Um, 
you know, throughout the whole year, you know, he's, he's a fifth year guy. Um, and, you know, and with the Steelers losing Mike Pouncey in, in free agency, you know, they need another guy to replace. Retired. What? He retired. retired. Yeah. And, and they need another guy to, to be able to replace him. You know, they're expecting another year out of big Ben and with another sign of Dwayne Haskins. I mean, I'm just going to say those are two of the most unathletic quarterbacks in the league. So, you know, you need solid Amen. time in that pocket and, um, and prevent, you know, instant pressure. So I have Landon Dickerson. Landon Dickerson. I'm going to support your statement in a different way. They do have unathletic quarterbacks, which has me taking a bold pick, which I think is reasonable. Alabama running back Najee Harris. Um, I definitely could see him going late first, early second. But I think this is the highest he'll get picked. I mean, the lowest he'll get picked, like – um, James Conner, yeah, he's good. He's reliable, but he's not their future. I think he's hitting free agency next year, and I could also see them going receiver. They're losing Juju. They chase Claypool. They can build a young wide receiver core. And Dwayne Haskins has the stuff he needs, which wide receiver second round for Pittsburgh, which I would probably say. So wide receiver second round, Najee Harris, Dwayne Haskins, Chase Claypool. That is such a quality – Young offense. Um, yeah. Just a young I got Greg Newsome, the second cornerback. They need a cornerback. Joe Hayden isn't uh Joe Hayden can't be their only cornerback, so they need another cornerback. Um with twenty fifth overall pick, mm-hmm. I have Ole Miss wide receiver Elijah Moore going to Jacksonville. You know, you have DJ Shark, but you know, this offense it's going to need another guy for Trevor Lawrence to go to, um, you know, he, he's athletic and he's a playmaker, um, you know, and, and he opted out of last year and, and no one likes to see that, but uh, easy pick. Oh my God alert. Celtics chase Tatum to start 53 points, but that's off topic. Okay. Sure. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars. I am going defense. Trevon. Mohrig, TCU safety. Yep. Uh, I'm going Samuel Cosme, uh, O-Tackle. They need to protect Trevor Lawrence. It's as simple as that. They have DJ Chark and Valicious Canault, uh, two good wide receivers to build around. Um, they need they need, they need to build an O-Tackle or an O-Line that's going to protect them. Simple as that. Um, I have the, the Browns selecting Aziz Ajulari, uh, edge rusher, you know, uh, uh, Miles Garrett is pretty standalone on the line. Um, so being able to build, you know, another guy for them. Yep. I have the Browns going quitty pay. They have a freaking stacked offense. So again, you have all the defensive pieces. They have Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, and they have, oh, what's his, what's that rookie's name? Grant to, Delpit. I'm not going to worry about it. No, uh, I'm not going to worry about it, but if it comes to mind, I'll say it. Uh, but I have them going with um, an edge, Quidipe, Michigan. Um, I just feel like he will be such a reliable person or a player to the team in their already half-decent defense, but I don't see him going offense because they have a – Great offense, like I said. Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, 
I mean, the list can just go on and on. And, like, yeah, they have not a young team, but not an old team. And Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett and Quiddy Pay, that could be freaking filthy. That could be filthy. And I think with this pick, it could boost them up to a top AFC team, which they already I are. got them taking Aziz, Ojulari, Edge. Um, I agree with Michael. They Miles My, Garrett's pretty standalone, so they need another edge. Uh, I have Caleb Fari going to the Ravens. Um, and, and unlike you guys saying, you know, it, it's easy to forget those injuries. You know, a lot of teams will pass up on him because of that back injury. You know, it's a scary. I mean, we had him fall into 22. Yeah, he I had mean, him fall into 21. I had him fall into 22. He was the best corner in the draft. It's yeah, a pretty big fall. I mean, it's it's um the tough thing. But, you know, I think injuries are one of the most important things, to, you know, that need to be prevented. So, uh, you know, obviously I have him falling pretty deep into the first round. Yeah, uh, I have the the Ravens taking Jason away from Penn State. Edge. Yep, they need defense. They have solid offense. Uh, I have taking Jason Ohay as well. Edge of Ohio State. They just lost Matthew Judon, and they need they need the uh, an edge to replace him. Uh, they already had a they had a stacked defense last year, and they need it this year. Um, if there was any good wide receivers left, I mean, I do have Gatarius Tony still on the board, but I don't know. I could have gone wide receiver. I'm going to go Jason Owe, though. I have the Saints selecting Zayvon Collins, linebacker. I have the Saints selecting him falling, Jeremiah Uoso Karamoa. Um, Karamoa. I want to see um, him pronounce that name at the draft. Um... Linebacker out of Notre Dame, I just feel like they need defense. They have a solid offense, and the offense definitely carries the team, so I want to equal it out to make them a, an even better team and almost a super. I'm contender. taking Eric Stotes, cornerback. Marshawn Lattimore needs some help back there. Uh, he's their only good cornerback, and he needs some help. Um, yeah, stop, stop Stephon, Stephon Diggs. Diggs. And um, – they uh they already they re-signed Jameis Winston as their quarterback for the future, which I think is a great move after him getting LASIK surgery, so he's not blind anymore. He's not gonna be make I'm I'm dead serious. He's not blind anymore. He's not gonna be making those dumb passes and turning over balls. So I think it's a great pick. Um, I have the Packers going with Rashad Bateman, wide receiver. Uh, you know it's it's never it's never a bad thing for a team that's having such a late first round selection to, you know, to take a risk with an already great, you know, offense. Mm-hmm. I have them going, like you said, they're great offense, but I have them picking Zayvon Collins linebacker to help that great offense. Well, they're going to, the great offense is going to score points and Zayvon Collins is going to help that great offense. by. Oh, uh, I got points. them taking Gatarius Tony, wide receiver out of Florida. Get, Devontae Adams, some help. They didn't do it last year, and they better do it this year. They traded up. They if traded Alan up. Lazard. Alan Lazard is not the answer. They traded up to get Jordan Love. They he they get Devontae Adams some help. They're like, oh my gosh. Those I mean, not the answer. Jordan Love might Jordan might Love might start because Aaron Rodgers really likes hosting Jeopardy. Right, go your turn. Oh, sorry. I have Eric. I have Eric Stokes going to the Bills, cornerback. You know, Tre'Davious White. You know, a top five corner in the league, no doubt in my mind. 
Um, but they need that second guy, and, and I think that their secondary, you know, was the reason that, you know, their Super Bowl dreams came to an end. Yeah, I've been going Christian Barmore inside D lineman for I'm going Rondell Moore. Um, they don't really have another wide receiver other than Stephon Diggs. I mean, they have Cole Beasley, but he's more of a slot receiver. Um, so uh, their teams are going to be double teaming Stephon Diggs now. Now that they know he's such a him and Josh Allen are a dynamic duo after the season, so they need to get um them some help, and that's they got. I feel like they have a good defense, and in their later rounds, they can address their defense. Where does Rondell Moore come from? Uh, I don't know. I think uh he comes. I think. It's okay. Um, I have the Chiefs going with Christian Barmore inside uh, defensive line. Uh, You know, obviously, you know, the Chiefs have a struggling defense. Oh, he came from Purdue. Yeah, he's like five. Yes, he came from Purdue. Um, I have. Oh my gosh, I just lost my draft. Um. Oh wait. Uh, he's an inside lineman. Uh, he went to, I don't know his name, but he's inside. Liam Eichenberg from Notre Dame. Yes, 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 Liam Eichenberg. I have him going because they just lost all of their freaking players. O-Lyman, at least. I mean, they're still going to be a Super Bowl contender because Patrick Mahomes, all the commentators like him. Ugh, hate that guy. I'm kidding. I like Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I have right, Liam Eichenberg as well. Um, he ran 400 yards in the Super Bowl. That's horrible. Um, that can never happen again, especially when you have a guy like Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback. That can never happen again. They 100% need to go alignment. And don't want to be uh, picky, but it was actually 500 yards, which makes it worse. <laughs> um, with my last pick, I have Jason away at Rusher going to Tampa Bay. And, you know, even though I like Shane that, you know, even with a dominant team, you know, you want to keep adding. But, you know, that Tampa Bay offense – Best in the league. I mean, just every position is stacked. So, going the edge rusher. Yeah, Tom Brady. Offense stacks. Tom Brady. Tom Brady's old. Tom Brady's going to retire as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. And I have a question for you guys. Do you think Tom Brady in the Hall of Fame will have use a Patriots jersey or Patriots? a Tampa Bay jersey? Okay, I was about to say, because some people say Tampa Bay. I'm like, just the end of his career with them doesn't mean he's going to do it. All right, whatever. Again, off track. I have been taking Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask is a young quarterback. Of course, he's a rookie. I think, I mean, the best you can get is being under Brady. And being under Brady, that can make you a first-round talent being under Brady. So I just think that, I'm saying this a lot, but being under Brady is worth taking a young quarterback and letting him get the experience that he needs from the um, best. I'm taking Trayvon Morig, Morig safety. Um, they have Antoine Winfield Jr., but they need another safety to help them, and that's really their only position of need on defense, honestly. So, um, mm-hmm. quick comment on the Kyle Trask pick. Uh, you know, I-, I think that's that's a good pick, but you know, don't forget about you know Blaine Gabbert. You know, the back and quarterback for the Buccaneers. You know, he's a young guy, who, you know, who they're looking to develop, and and Pat and Tom Brady's you know final seasons. You know, I think he will be the next guy for them. Yeah, because you're where you're coming from. All right, guys. All right. That was the longest stream ever. So Holy if you somehow crap. watch that whole thing, you, if you want a cookie, hit me up we in love the DMs you. and I'll send you a cookie because <laughs> you deserve one.
All right. See you guys later. I'm KJ. You I just listened to the KW.